Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. It is a game night, and this is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chen, visit their new e-commerce site in order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. We have a jam, Pat. I know, they're always jam-packed. Uh, this is a, a big-time show with some heavy hitters, both literally and figuratively. Coming up in the opening half hour, we'll preview tonight's game. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports will slide by. Uh, oh, by the way... Uh, we will have a full look at the two lineups tonight and a couple developing storylines, one which I'm sure will not uh, uh, please a lot of the Oilers' fan base. Uh, the Washington Capitals are here. We'll set up the lineups for the uh, two teams. We'll get to NHL today as well for uh, elite promotional marketing with uh, Brendan Escott, and then we bring in the heavy hitters. 12.35, regular Thursday contributor to Oilers now from NHL Hockey on Rogers and Sportsnet, Louis DeBrus. Uh, Louis DeBrusque at 105 today. Now, I did not know this, but one of uh, Louis' first near fights in the NHL actually uh, occurred with this fellow. Uh, longtime Washington Capitals analyst played, uh, willed himself to the NHL just like Louis DeBrusque. Alan May from NBC Sports out of Washington. And at 135, 
regular Thursday contributor to the show, Brian Burke. Presented by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. So, uh, Louis DeBrusque, Al May, Brian Burke, their guests, along with Reed Wilkins, will set the lineups right away and we'll get to uh, uh, some comments from Todd McClellan, Alex Chason, and Adam Larson. As we head off to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. On the job, you need the best, and in Edmonton or online, the best is direct workwear. Huge selections of garments, accessories, and women's gear. Direct workwear, where safety meets savings. Online at directworkwear.com. Winners face the team that's got the number one power play in the National Hockey League, the Washington Capitals. The PP at 38.7%. Oilers worked a lot on uh, that yesterday's practice. Todd McClellan had this to say on the game plan defending that vaunted Capitals power play. Well, when you overplay Alex, then Kuznetsov, Backstrom, Carlson, and Oshie score. So the best penalty kill uh, against that team after analyzing everything is don't take the penalty. And it's as simple as that. We, um, you know, we, we can't play on our heels. We can't play uh, afraid to engage, but we've got to play smart. We've got to check with our legs, keep our sticks on the ice, and, and avoid the, uh, the penalty box as much as we can. But There you go. That is Oilers head coach uh, Todd McClellan. The biggest storyline, and it's out there, and I know you're discussing it, uh, and you can uh, reach us on the Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Heartland Ford in Fort Saskatchewan, just 20 minutes from downtown Edmonton. Uh, also, uh, time permitting, we might get to some calls on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Tracy Morgan at the River Cree on November 17th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Uh, we're on Twitter as well, and people have already reached out to me at Bob underscore Stoffer. Probably where it looks like uh, almost certainly that uh, the owner's Yesa Poliarvi is going to be scratched tonight. And Todd McClellan spoke, uh, didn't get 100% into specifics, but had this to say on Poliarvi's performance so far. Jesse's an important part of our team, uh, our organization, and his development has to get going where he has a positive impact on the game every night. And um, I think there's still confusion um, in how that, that impact can come. It, it's not always goals and assists. As we've seen, there hasn't been many of those. Uh, but there's other areas of the game that are important, and um, young player, yes, but NHL three years, and we have to treat him like we do um, just about every other player and, and hold him accountable. So there you have it, uh, Paul Yarby, likely to be a scratch for tonight's game, and uh, I'm going to say it right now: he was better last year between game 30 and game 60 than he has been since. Did not finish the uh, season well. You could say that about a lot of Oilers players and didn't. You know what? It had four preseason goals. I mean, this is a unique situation. This player is only 20. There's some other organizations in this scenario where they would send the player down to the minors. Uh, likely to be a healthy scratch. There's something there. Uh, precious cargo for sure. Sometimes players take longer than other players to develop. Uh, and there's lots of different perspectives, and we'll get to some of your thoughts on that as well. Alex Jason scored two goals the other night and got a Stanley Cup ring today given to him by one Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, based on uh, what we've interpreted with the lines, it'll be Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Kyler Yamamoto, Leon Dreisaitl, Tobias Reeder, and Alex Chason. 
And Tom McClellan had this to say on the expectation for Chase on tonight. He played a reliable game throughout training camp, earned the, a roster spot, and then was patient enough to wait to, to get in. Um, his impact on the, on the game the other night, you know, I don't have to repeat it. You guys watched it. It was a really positive one. And Magali has said that he, he's a streaky scorer. He can get going a little bit, and he can do things, detailed things. So um, he'll get another opportunity tonight to do that. And I think he'll be pretty fired up considering his old mates are sitting 20 feet down the, the aisle from him. And um, it's an exciting night for him. All right, and on that note, Alex Chason had this to say on playing his old team tonight. Obviously, I think, uh, you know, when you win the cup, um, it's a special group in the locker room. So, uh, you know, I was only there for a year, but uh, I made some friendships there that are going to last forever. And uh, I think it's going to be special tonight just to go up against the, you know, team that you won the cup with, the biggest trophy in sports. And, um, uh, but I've been there before. I've been on enough teams now that... Uh, not that it's something you get used to, but uh, I go about my routine the same way as I do on game day and just go out and play. And he scored two goals the other night against Pittsburgh in a game in which the Oilers outshot the Penguins 46-31. Matt Burry outplayed Cam Talbot in goal. That's part of the reason why we went to overtime before Sidney Crosby scored that beauty for the Penguins to win it. McDavid with Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto. Dry settled with Reeder and Chase on. Drake Kajula looks like he's good to go. Uh, maybe on a line with Stroman Lucic. And then Brodziak, it looks like Jujar Kerr is back in with Cooper Marodi. So that means Pugliarvi and Cassian theoretically would be out. They were the last two guys off the ice after the morning skate today. Oscar Clefbaum with Adam Larson, Darnell Nurse, Chris Russell, Kevin Gravel will play his second game as an Oiler with Evan Bouchard. This will be game number seven for Bouchard. Again, this based on Jason Garrison being out uh, late into the optional skate. Cam Talbot starting the goal. The Oilers with a 3-3-1 record, 1-1-1 at home. Um, Currently, the power play at 30.4%. That's top five in the NHL. And 76.2 in the PK. Power plays are high out of the gate. We should uh, qualify that. Oilers marginally out-shooting out their opposition as well. The Oilers' opponent last year, if you looked at the Washington Capitals, you would have thought they would have won the Cup the year before instead of this past year. They were 49-26-7. Ninth in the league in goals for last season. 16th in goals against. Uh, the power play was 7th and the PK was 15th. So, I mean, okay numbers. Top 16 numbers, but not knockout numbers in any regard. Right now, they got the best power play in the National Hockey League at 38.7%. They're averaging 4.25 goals per game. The goals against average 3.63. So they are a high-event team, which should be fun. And uh, I, I would expect 30-plus shots for both teams in this game. Braden Holt be expected to start for the Capitals. He's 4-1-1 one, one this season with a 3.46 goals against average and an 8.85 save percentage. Cam Talbot, it's 3-3-1 three, three and one this season with a 3.15 goals against average and an 8.91 one save percentage. Even last year, Holtby save percentage 907. Talbot's was 908. Of course, many of you believe that uh, Talbot's got to get back up to 917-918. Kuznetsov up front with Alexander Ovechkin and Devontae Smith-Pelly. Last season, Kuznetsov 83 points and then he was unbelievable in the playoffs. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin, a seven-time 50-goal scorer, had 49 last year to lead the NHL. Nicholas Baxter, uh, Baxter with Chandler Stevenson and TJ Oshie. Uh, watch for Oshie sort of in that middle bumper role. He and Mark Scheifele, probably the two best guys in the league in that spot on the power play. Lars Eller 
with Jakob Vrana and Brett Conley, who's got back-to-back 15-goal seasons, the sort of production you need from a third-liner. Nick Dowd, who played with L.A. and Vancouver last year, with Dmitry Yaskin and Andre Burakovsky. By the way, Burakovsky, 23, played with Connor McDavid in 13-14, was the 23rd overall pick in that draft in 2013, does not have a point this season and is minus seven, and he's 23. There are a lot of young forwards in the league struggling right now. Uh, I know yesterday we mentioned um, Anthony Mantha in Detroit's minus 12 this year. Burakovsky, another guy off to a tough start. Uh, so just keep that in mind before everybody's ready to, to uh, you know, say that, uh, yes, a Pugliarvi's a bust. Uh, Tom Wilson remains suspended. He's going to be suspended. They're reevaluating the term length on that right now. The Washington Capitals, it should be mentioned, have nine players making $5 million plus. For Adam Larson, he says the Oilers, they don't need to change much. Um Quick thought from the Oilers defenseman. We're focusing on our game. I mean, we I thought we've been playing pretty good hockey lately, and I don't think we should uh, should change so much. And I mean, we want to have a 60-minute game. That's what we're looking for. That is Adam Larson of the Edmonton Oilers. It is 12-16 in Edmonton. Edmonton and the Washington Capitals at it. When we come back, we're going to get to Reed Wilkins from in. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Side sports and well, one of the uh, focal points of our conversation will be uh, starting to talk about Yessa Pugliarvi. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12-19 in Edmonton. It's a game night. The Washington Capitals reigning Stanley Cup champions in town. Took them a while. They climbed the mountain. Perhaps there's a lesson in patience on that front. We bring aboard from Inside Sports and the Oilers Radio Network, Reed Wilkins. Hello, Reed. Well, yeah, Bob, a while Capitals fans were, while the Capitals were asking their fans to be patient, they were still winning 45 or more games every season, mm-hmm. not finishing the bottom three of the NHL. So let's not draw too direct a comparison there. That's all I'll say to that. All right. Well, if that's where you want to start from, uh, I don't know how much further this is going to go, so do me a favor. Get off headset. I don't need your help. That's all there is to it. You know, I was having a conversation with a guy I trust today. The guy was the best man at my wedding. He's battled cancer. He said to me, you know, Bob, don't ever forget, you're a really good guy. And you know what? John, you're right. I am a good guy, so I'm getting Reed out of here. I don't need Reed to do this piece, this segment. I mean, come on. What are you really at at the end of the day? So, no, uh, and and I, and I here's here's where I'm going with this. The Oilers have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl under contract for uh, at least the next seven years, and we got to be, oh, they got to win right now. They got to, hey, the team's got to play better. I was pleased with the overall performance against Pittsburgh. They didn't get the end result. That was their best game of the year. It won't be easy tonight, but like the game against Pittsburgh, I fully expect there to be some uh, opportunities and scoring chances because the Capitals and the Penguins are both high-event teams that are prepared to trade chances with you. Well, and I think the power plays will be huge, and there's a lot of focus on Washington's power play this morning and and, uh, with McClellan talking about it and some of the players, and it's incredible, almost 40% of the season. Now, 40% for the season, but I'm sure the Capitals are saying the same thing about the Oilers because Edmonton comes in with a power play that's, uh, that's fifth in the NHL, 
Todd McClellan said, hey, easiest thing to do is not take penalties. Keep your stick on the ice. Make sure you're moving your legs. And I think Washington will be saying those same things because the Oilers' power play is so deadly. It's been interesting to watch Edmonton's power play uh, because they've scored three or four times off the rush not from necessarily a traditional setup where uh, they're working the puck around as much and getting shots and getting some rebound goals, though they do have a couple of those. So, I, I mean, I think that's the number one storyline tonight is uh, who, who can take fewer penalties as a way to limit the other team's power play, and then if they do get on the man advantage, who's going to who's gonna be able to kill it off and stop Ovechkin, stop McDavid, stop Dreisaitl, stop Carlson, all the guys who, are, who have tons of power play points already. Well, if you were here at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, you would have seen that, yes, a pull yard was the first guy on the ice with Miko Koskinen uh, working, uh, uh, you know, giving some shots. Uh, Koskinen, by the way, I expect to see start against the National Predators. Cam Talbot starts tonight. But let's go to Yessa Pugliarvi because this is a... uh, and I, I would assert to you from, like, game, I don't know, 20 to game 50 last year, Poliarvi was pretty good. He didn't close the season well, but you could have said that about some other Oilers players. I mean, Zach Cassian down the stretch was a complete non-factor. Um, and uh, great expectations for the player, for sure, but did not close well and had a decent preseason and has been derailed again, and now it looks like he's a scratch. I'd like to get your perspective on the handling and what you think, uh, uh, how that has worked. How Because I'm from the 75-25 school. 75% of it at least is on the player. Uh, but I'm not. I'm certainly cognizant of what the fans are saying out there. Well, as am I. And he was a high draft pick, and you, you expect a lot from him. Um I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. Should he have been here as a rookie? W- was that best for him? Probably not. And and we talked about that at the time. The only thing but he was here, and he's right. still here. How how good was the environment down in uh, Bakersfield last two years? I think it's better this year. How good was it the last two years? Okay, well, I wasn't there, so I can't tell you. Well, well what sort of? Uh, I mean, right now they're playing the young players. Did yeah. the young players play lots down there, or is there? No, not o- not often. Not often. Fair. I mean, fair enough. He's played. Uh, what does he know? He's at 101 games. Is he that much better than he was in game one? I wouldn't say there has been significant improvement. The coaching staff doesn't appear to trust him. Todd talked about him yesterday, not having an effective game, not being in the right spot. Uh, you know, not making enough impact uh, in the game, whether he scores or not. Uh, but I mean, I get, I get, I get why the fans want him out there because we've seen these little tantalizing glimpses of maybe a really effective player, but it is not there consistently. And uh, you know what? If he wasn't drafted fourth overall, I, I don't think there would be quite the furor about him sitting out and, and maybe some of the little, the little glimpses that we see and hoping that leads to more. Uh, has has he been you know handled properly? Given enough opportunities? Okay, you can, you can debate that over and over again. But other guys who have played higher in the lineup have been more effective generally when they've gotten opportunities than Puliyarvi has w- when he's gotten those chances. And I think there's a point where I, I, I will agree generally with you, Bob, that you have to look at what the, the player is doing and why hasn't he grabbed it. And, and you know, all the people who want to criticize, uh, you know, how Todd is handling him and the coaching staff is handling him, fair enough. But if you have a bad day at work, it's not your boss's fault. 
I mean, you got to figure out what's going wrong and, and, and step up and do something about it. And, and for, for the Arvey, it just has not been there. And I go back to the same thing I've been saying about him for a year. What is he? Is he a playmaker? Is he a shooter? Is he a checker? Is he a, is he a banger? I mean, he just goes through large gaps in the season and in games where he doesn't have a consequence on the game. And I think that's why the coaching staff doesn't doesn't play him a lot and why they're sitting him out tonight. Hey, would, have I, would I have liked to maybe see him in tonight and you give him a chance to play through it? Sure. But they have other guys they trust more. And, and that's what it comes down to. It's, you know, at, at some point, he's, he's got to grab it and, and prove it. The thing that is interesting uh, with me, with Yessa Pugliarvi here, geez, we're going to run, uh, Brendan, we're going to push you back into the uh, second hour here. The thing that I find uh, interesting with him, again, he had more traction for me between game 25 to game 60 last year. And it has been the same coaching staff. And I, I hear, you know, you know what? He's kind to me. He's kind of deserved getting scratched based on the last, you know, three uh, first three games of this homestand because he's accomplished squat. I'm sensitive to him because I think he has some challenges that others don't, and I don't know if the Oilers have been an open-minded enough organization in the past. Not necessarily, like at least in this case, we're looking at one coach. He's had one NHL head coach here. Uh, I don't think the guy, Jerry Fleming, was a nice fellow. I don't. I mean, he's he's coaching over in Europe now. He's not coaching in North America. I think there's a better situation down in Bakersfield. By the way, is that an option? He's in year three of his ELC. Oh, I think absolutely it's an option. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Tell us what you think. Texas at 630-630. What would you do right now? So, I mean, it looks like, based on morning skate today, Paul Yarby's going to be a healthy scratch. Would you contemplate sending him down to Bakersfield now that it appears um, that there's a little bit better environment? I mean, they've got very good numbers. They've got a 2-3 and three record, but they've had two crappy starts of goalies. So, what would you do? I, I, I'd be intrigued to know. Texas at 630-630. Anything else you want to quickly hit on here? Well, Talbot having a bit of a bounce-back game. Uh, I mean, you, you mentioned it. Murray, at the end of the day, did outplay him, though it was a game where a lot of the chances uh, went in. So uh, look for him. I mean, his save percentage isn't great this season. He's been very good in the games the Oilers have won. Just need to see that a little more often. Reed, you can come by anytime and keep us honest. I will, Bob. But I might punch you in the side of the head. We're going to go off to a, uh, oh, I don't do that anymore. I've mellowed significantly with age and plus. I might lose. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And I'll tell you, that's one scrap you wouldn't want. She could tear you to shreds, especially when her BYU Cougars aren't winning football You know, let's not even go there. Let's not even go. We're having a bad little turn right now. You are? With BYU. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they had a couple of losses, but they're just going to surprise their next opponent. They haven't been the same since Lavelle Edwards and oh. Norm Chow left their football program. Yep. All righty, off to a global news weather traffic update. Uh, thanks, Reed, for swinging by. When we come back, a guy that uh, I'd lose to for sure, Louis DeBrusque. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.